0: Okay guys, we are back at plying this week. Um, I wanted to switch over to spinning, um, but with it still being so wet and stuff, I didn't, uh, didn't want to mess with coming out and carting wool in the wet and things, so uh, we're going to stick to plying and uh, yeah, try to get through the rest of these quills, but um, I'm enjoying this anyways. Why don't you pull out the plying dough deck, it's nice to get through a lot of this. I wouldn't mind today getting some of these um, plied quills balled up and ready to work on new projects. I'm kind of hitting the ground running. Um, this spring as far as getting stuff knit and getting stuff um, crocheted. As a matter of fact, I'm right now knitting a hat cap that should be very similar to that single crocheted um, beanie. So, like, the single crochet beanie is a very standard um, pattern, you know, like, um, it's just a geometric shape of like how many crochets go in stitches from the row before and stuff. And then stocking that is you know about as basic as you could get in a knitting pattern. So um, I like to have those two hats as our standard. Like if people don't have a preference to whether they have a cable knit, or a color work, or whether it's ear flap, or um, slouchy. What I like to have as our fallback is just a plain um, ribbed cuff, and then stockinette, um, stocking cap if it's knit, or the uh, single crochet beanie if it's crocheted. And so I've already done the beanie. I'm working on the stockinette hat right now. I'm already past the cuff. I'm on circular needles, Um, so at this point it's just a knit stitch um, until I've got enough height on the hat that I feel like it's time to decrease. Now this hat, again, I'm using three strands of a two-ply because I like to knit them, you know, chunky and lofty. Um, And so it's turning out great. It's got a good thickness like the beanie. It will come in. Um, Stockinette is a little um, thinner than like the single crochet from the same, um, you know, yarn stock or needle size. So, what I'll get is a little thinner material but it'll cover the same area and so this um, stocking cap will look comparable to the uh, single crochet beanie but it'll be made with less wool so it'll be a lighter hat which will be nice and of course it'll be stretchier because uh, knitting is stretchier than crochet. Crochet is a little more rigid you kind of have to uh, crochet in the shape of your finished object, where knit you can kind of um, knit to a uh, size that then will mold to whatever you're trying to fit. So that works well. But The reason I bring this up is because um, we will come in under 200 yards on the stockinette knit hat and but it'll still be the same size as that beanie that took us 225 yards so that'll be interesting i'll have to bring them on for comparison but i cast on um oh the reason i said that was because our crocheted beanie actually took um by the time i was into the body of the hat it took 45 single crochets every trip around because I started with nine and then I went to 18 and then from 18 we went to uh, I guess we went to 27 then to 36 then to 45 and that's where we finished like that's when we started coming down so there were 45 stitches around on the single crochet although single crochet isn't very long so we had several rows of that 45 and um, it's time for me to switch I'm still working off of this single here but I think I'm gonna switch to this big one and the reason I say that is because what I can do is I can run this big one against this small one and then switch over to this smaller one and they will you know, run alongside that, and uh, we should get a a good size yarn ball out of uh, the four of these, the way that I take them down like that. All right, so we're going to put this um, right here. I think I did that right, and then I'm going to put the empty one down here, and go ahead and run it over. Um, Anyways, back to what I was saying, the reason I broke into the stitch count around is because I wanted to kind of give you an idea of how fast these things go together, and how comparable they even are stitch to stitch. Because I really do try to keep a uh, crochet version of something that I'm also doing knit, so that people can just pick by preference, not by like the finished object, because you'll have essentially a finished object that's the same, just in two different mediums. Alright, so I will add the twist here, and then I'll hold it to that. I'll add the ply, and we'll be locked in. So, back to what I was saying, I cast on on DPNs because I do an E-loop cast on. It does a stretchy um, rim as long as you are able to manage the E-loop cast on. The E-loop cast on is a uh, difficult cast on to keep tensioned right for your first row or two. And so what I'll do is uh, I'll do an E-loop cast on. on double points and then I'll do my first row and by that time it's pretty easy to keep the tension right and so for my second row now that's not cast on this is if you count the cast on and the first row then this would be you know the third row or whatever but I'm calling it my second row anyways on the second row then um, I will actually knit on to double or uh, circular needles as I go around and I'll knit off of the double point needles. So I'm getting off the double points and onto the circular needles by the third row. And then I will knit the entire body of this hat on double point needle or on circular needles because it's easy. There's less stuff I'm carrying. I'm just carrying my balls of yarn. My circulars and uh, the hat that I'm creating, that's all I carry with me for a majority of the project. And so I can really carry that anywhere. I had it yesterday in traffic when I went to visit a friend. It was like rush hour on a uh, holiday weekend, so I was going to be sitting in traffic for a while, but that was perfect because when I would pull up and have to stop and wait for a light or two, I could knit, you know, in the driver's seat while I was at a stop, and uh, it's getting a lot done. But um, back to the stitch count: what I do is I cast on 16 stitches on three needles, and so what we're ending up with is a 48-stitch um, circumference. And so uh, I do one needle of 16, second needle with 16, and a third needle with 16. And that allows me to do two knit stitches, two purl stitches, two knit stitches, two purl stitches. So a two-by-two two rib all the way around, and I end on, you know, the two purl stitches because I ended on the, or because I began on the two knit stitches. Well, now that's nice because then when I go back and I... Uh, and get to the stocking net part where it's just um, knitting, knit stitches around circular needles, then it's just 48 stitch rows. And you don't have to do that many rows. I think by the time we're like 28 rows up, we're ready to bind off. So it's a real quick and easy habit, it has a good size. Alright, so this quill is lagging on me and that's where I'm saying like right here I got to come down and manually kind of pull this free a little bit, but then I'm good to go. That's all it took. Um, but if I would have pulled on it, there's a good you open up. <laughs> I now have a, a hang up on the other end of the quill. Um, sometimes if I'm playing it fast and loose with my, um, long draw if I want to kind of keep it a lofty yarn because it has um, these areas of like fuzzy singles like it can um, kind of hold up a little more on the quills. It's not a problem for me. I don't mind it. I'm not complaining about it. I'm just letting you know that the reason I'm having issues is not because it's easy for yarn to get tangled on the quill. It's just that if you want to loftier yarn and you store it for a while, there is a chance that it will kind of grip to itself and maybe not roll off as easy when you are applying it. But it is an easy enough problem to remedy. Okay, so uh, when I get into the body of the hat, I'm just knitting 48 stitches around for another like 20 rows up because I usually do the cuff for about eight rows and then I decrease. And uh, they're a really nice looking hat and they Look very similar to the uh, beanie that we've done. They're a lot stretchier though, and like I said, they're a little more lightweight because uh, a knit stitches construction will lay flatter than like the knotting that you're doing with a crochet hook. So I will be excited to uh, compare those two for you. All right, we're hung again. Now, I don't mind messing with uh, this stuff um, when I'm plying. It's not an issue when I'm plying, but I really do like going fast and loose. With the long draw, when I'm spinning, like that makes it worth it because uh, very little prep. Uh, A lot of times I'm not even carting them, or if I am carting them, I'm carting them quick. And then I'm getting a lot of yardage quickly um, because I'm going so fast and free and so I would much rather deal with a little bit of lofty tangle on the lazy Kate when I'm plying it than uh, have to worry more about how I'm handling the same fiber like in the prep stage. Now, I haven't been paying attention here, and I've loaded this cob out further than I should have. I should have loaded it up back here and then tapered to the front. And because of that, you're seeing the spindle dance a little bit from the weight that I'm slinging around every time. It's not a problem, but when I have my druthers, I would load it up on the back first so that it is uh, spinning more symmetric. All right, we're about to the end of one quill, and then we'll probably call it quits. But you won't see this two-ply on the wheel again, because I'll definitely finish this up with that um, third and final quill uh, after we're off camera. But okay, so we just ran to the end of that one. And so what we'll do now that we've ran off of this is we will switch it with, oh, this is the hard one. We'll switch it with this one right here. And then that we will blend with what's left on this one that we're running from. And we'll be good to go. That will finish this uh, two-ply out but. uh, For this week, that's all I got.